Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. In our life, we have many paths to follow and many pilgrimages to take. The most important path and the most important pilgrimage is the path towards Allah, the pilgrimage towards Allah. How does one go about making this pilgrimage? Going from where we live in the world, in the dunya, to where we are constantly in the presence of Allah. The interesting thing is that in order to make this transition, you don't have to move your feet. You don't have to get in a vehicle. You can be right where you are without moving and make this transition. Because the transition is not an external transition, it's an internal transition. And Sufism is gaining the knowledge of how to make this transition. How do you cross the bridge from the world to reality? How do you cross the bridge from illusion to the truth, to haq? Well, there are some impediments on this path, and there are enemies on this path. Satan is the consistent enemy on this path. And Satan comes in many different forms. Satan can masquerade as your best friend until he turns on you. Satan can whisper things in your ear and you have no idea where they came from because when you turn around, he's no longer there. But we have to be in constant understanding and vigilance that Satan is our enemy. And Allah gave us a very important ayat, a sentence, to use all of the time to combat Satan. And that is, A'ud billahi minashaytani rajim, bismillah So most people only say, Bismillah irahman irahim. But we were instructed to say, A'ud billahi minashaytani rajim, bismillah irahman irahim. So, first, we have to do away with the opposition. We have to do away with that which is trying to stop us. And we need assistance in that. A'ud bilahi rajim. Protect us from the accursed Satan in the name of God, the merciful and the compassionate. So anything that we begin 
even before we eat, we should say, Aud Lahi Minashaitan Irajim, Bismillah Irahman Irahim. Before we begin prayers, before we take a trip, before we do anything, we should say, Aud Bilahi Minashaitan Irajim, to protect us from the accursed Satan, to protect us from the influence of Satan, and then always say, Bismillah, Irahman, Irahim. With this protection, we then begin the path towards purification. Because Allah is pure. We are the ones who have been influenced by satanic influences our entire life, by worldly influences our entire life, by illusionary influences our entire life, by karmic influences our entire life. And we need to rid ourselves of these things. And how do we rid ourselves of these things? How do we go from impure to pure? How do we give up the impurities and go towards that which is pure? Prayer is the key to the transformation. Now, we are given specific prayers to do, to do during the day. We are given the five times prayer. But, Satan is at work 24 hours a day. Satan doesn't stop working against us. So, we can't just take breaks during the day in order to combat him. There needs to be an ongoing vigil against his influence. The holy ones don't live in time. There is no night and day for the holy ones. They are always in the presence of Allah. They don't take time off and time on. They are constantly in the presence of Allah. And what is it that keeps you in the presence of Allah? It takes focus. It takes determination. It takes certitude. And it takes a very powerful intention that we be in the presence of Allah. Even if we can't see Allah, we should pray as if we can see Allah. Even if we don't feel His presence, we should pray as if we feel His presence. And we should set up the intention within us that we are in His presence. We have to have the certitude that we are in His presence and the faith that we are in His presence. Because if we don't have the certitude and the faith, then we will lose our determination. And our determination can't become 
weak. And what is Satan constantly trying to do? He's trying to put doubt into our certitude and our faith to crack our determination, to crack our will to stay focused on our attention to Allah. And what is it that creates a change in the balance from our situation to Haq, from our karmic situation to Haq, from our impure situation to Haq. What does this? It's the constant repetition of the Kalima. The Kalima is a flow. It's a flow of giving up your impurity and going into Allah's purity. It is a dynamic, continual, ongoing flow taking out from you what shouldn't be there and falling into the truth, falling into Allah, falling into the qualities that are Allah. And if we can create this flow within ourselves and this constant repetition within ourselves, then purity goes on in the same way as when you begin to pump water from a well. In the beginning, you have to pump very hard, but once it begins to flow, the water comes out easily. So we have to practice la ilaha illallahu, la ilaha illallahu. But we have to practice it silently, without mouthing the words. And people will say, how can you do this and still do other things during the course of the day? And the one of the answers is, when you drive a car, do you think about other things while you're driving the car? Or do you just drive the car and pay all your attention to driving the car? We are capable of doing more than one thing at a time. And one of the things that we should be doing is la ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah. This is the engine of purification. This is the engine of change. This is what alters us from the infections that Satan put in us to the purity of Allah. This is the medicine that Allah gave us to change into insan kamal. This is the medicine that he gave us to become like him. This is the medicine that he gave us to put us in his presence all the time. Intention and faith and action. The intention has to be set. The faith has to be strong. And then the action is the repetition of la ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah. And then this becomes the engine that drives us. This becomes the motivation 
for everything that we do. This becomes what it is that we put out into the world. Imagine if every time you're doing something, while you're doing it, la ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah, is going on inside of you. It's going to change the way you do things because you're constantly transferring outside of yourself everything that's not pure and you're bringing into yourself his reality. So we give ourselves up for him. We put ourselves in his presence. And what happens when we are in his presence? The I disappears. The we disappears. And Allah appears. The truth appears. Halaj said, Anul Haq. I am the truth. Why? Because he disappeared. He was no longer there. And when he wasn't there, what's there? The truth is there. Bawa, radiallahu an, used to say, when I am here, Allah is not. And when Allah is here, I am not. So, we need to become comfortable with the idea of I am not. Most of us resist the idea of I am not. And why do we resist the idea of I am not? Because we've spent an entire lifetime making the I great. We've spent an entire lifetime giving animation to that I, giving importance to that I, giving credit to that I, thinking that that I has done a lot of things for us. But somehow, we have to begin to understand that the imagination that we have about the I is an illusion. It's not real. It's not the truth. And the I that we watch and that we dress up and comb and do all these other things to has very limited capabilities. And all these capabilities are only what Allah allows it. And the truth is that the driving force behind everything that occurs and everything that happens comes from Allah. And if Allah doesn't wish things to happen, they wouldn't happen. And when Allah allows things to happen, they do happen. Sometimes things go the way we think they should, and sometimes things don't go the way we think they should. Well, that's because the I is in the middle of making these determinations. People really believe that the I is capable of judging what goes on around them. They believe that they can tell who other people are by way of the I. And many people walk around judging other people all the time and judging themselves. 
Now, when this happens, usually they place themselves very high and everybody else very low, and this is their standard. So what happens is they create a world of praise and blame. Praise for themselves, blame for everybody else, making themselves very important and making everybody else less important or not important. It's interesting when you see people do this. Uh, the question that you should ask them uh, is, are you then going to decide who goes to hell and who goes to heaven? Because that's where their minds are going. They think they can make judgment for everything. And that's why there is a prohibition. You're not allowed to judge other people. This is left for Allah. And once you take on that which is left for Allah, you begin to poison yourself. And this is what Satan tells you. He tells you, you know what's right and wrong. You know what's good and bad. So you can make these decisions. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay for you to make these decisions and then act on these decisions. And that's why. That's why we have to be protected. Because Satan is very subtle. And Satan tries to make us think that we are great. Why did Satan start what he started? Because he said to Allah, I pray to you. I believe in you. All praises to you. But, but, you created man, and man is going to cause problems. I'm better than man. Why have you given man all of these attributes? And then we come along with Satan's own logic. We have all these attributes. We are great. And it's very difficult when you take on that situation and that position to become small again. And the only way that we can become great is to become small. It's in becoming small that we become great. But the world tells you you're great if you have more money. You're great if you have more fame. You're great if you have more power. You're great if you can judge other people. You're great because of the things you accumulate, the things you get. Allah says you're great when you disappear into Allah. And as we walk through this path towards purity, we have to make decisions all the time. What are we going to pay the most attention to? What's the most important thing to us? Is money the most important thing to us? Are women the most important thing to us? Is language the most important thing to us? Is religion the most important thing to us? Or is Allah the most important thing to us? And if Allah is the most important thing to us, then we have to pay more attention 
to Allah. We have to focus on Allah. And as you go through the day, you know, uh, the diets tell you to make a uh, diary of what you eat. And that way you'll know better what you're really doing. Well, why don't you make a diary of how many hours a day you're conscious of Allah and how many hours a day you're not conscious of Allah. And are you capable of doing your worldly obligations and at the same time be conscious of Allah while you're doing them? If we can do that, we will change. Why? Because Allah is with us. And when Allah is with us, we are more like Him. Because we allow Him in. Or we push Him out. The more we are conscious of ourself, the more we push Allah away. The more we are conscious of Allah, the more we do away with ourself. We disappear into the greater thing. We become the greater thing. We become like him. Anil Haq. We become reality when we give up illusion. And what is illusion? I, me, mine. I, me, mine is illusion. And when you're in illusion, you're blind to reality. The ignorant cannot hear wisdom because they believe their ignorance is the truth. And to keep themselves in their belief system because it makes them feel strong, they become the ones who deny the truth. And when you speak to someone who wants to deny the truth, you'll learn quickly it doesn't matter what you say, it doesn't matter how you say it, and it doesn't matter how long you say it. They are so stuck in their ideas, and they hold on to their ideas with so much strength that it's as if these ideas are what keep them stable and keep them alive. You see, in actuality, these people are lost, and they have nothing to hold on to. So what do they hold on to? They hold on to their ignorance. And ignorance becomes what steers them through the world. You have to be careful with these people. When you run into these kinds of people, don't waste your breath for too long. Because it will frustrate you, and it will just make things difficult for you. The Quran says to people like them, like that, it is your duty to advise, to let them know. But after that, it's not up to you. It's up to them. You give them the information, and then they decide what they're going to do with it. What we can do is we can take that information 
and keep losing our ignorance. Get to the point where your being is such that when you are near people, they feel the resonance of the truth come from you even when you don't speak. They can feel the resonance of reality come from you even though you don't speak. They know that there's something going on and because of that, they'll want to be near you because in being near you, they are near Allah. So we need to actually become Allah's representatives on earth. We need to be the ones who walk love around, who walk compassion around, who walk mercy around, who walk tolerance around, who walk the qualities of Allah around when we walk. And the key to this is the constant flow of our impurity, giving it up and taking in Allah's purity. Aud bilahi min ash-shaytani rajim. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. And we give up all of the illusory treasures of the world and we take on the real treasures of Allah. We change the small gifts for the great gifts. And what is a greater gift than when Allah gives you Rahman? What is a greater gift than when Allah gives you Rahim? What is a greater gift than the qualities of Allah coming in to your being? Let us focus on this intention. Let us understand what happens when we make this intention and begin to do this work. We become the ones that are close to him. There are a chosen people. The ones who choose Allah Allah chooses them back. We need to become the ones who choose Allah. And we need to consistently choose Allah and continuously choose Allah. And every time we say, La ilaha illallah, we choose Allah. We give up the world, we give up ourselves, and we choose Allah. And we have to make this choice over and over and over, every minute, every second, every day. This is our freedom of will. This is the choice that we have in the world. We can either choose Allah or choose the world. And if we choose Allah, then all of the treasures in existence by all the treasures in existence become ours. If we choose Allah, we choose Rahman. 
If we choose Allah, we choose Rahim, we choose Latif, we choose Haq, we choose all of those qualities. But we can't just choose them. We have to be them. And we have to act them out. And you'll see that if you continuously choose those qualities, they will become part of you and they will be in your actions. You will actually act them out. And this is the proof that what you're doing is correct. When people tell you, you know, you've become softer, you've become kinder, you've become gentler, when people express these things to you, it's Allah's way of telling you, you're coming in my direction. So, let's make the intention to go in His direction. Surround yourself with people who are going in His direction. Become assistance to those people who are going in His direction. Become helpers to the people who are going in his direction. And inshallah that influence will spread throughout the world and peace will come to the world. Peace is not going to come to the world because of armies. Peace is not going to come to the world because of politicians. Peace is going to come to the world because of the hearts of the people in the world. And when the hearts have Allah in them, then peace becomes easy. May it be so for each of us. May Allah protect each of us. May Allah bring healing to each of us. May He heal each part of our being. May He make us healthy and strong for His sake so that we can do His work. May He give us His grace and cure each separate part of our body. May He cure our brains and our eyes and our nose and our ears and our hearts and our kidneys and our liver and our stomach and our intestines. May He cure our veins and our feet and our ears. May He cure every single part of us so that we can be strong to do His work. And may He make our intention powerful so that Satan cannot shake us from this work so that we cannot be influenced by the whisperer so that we are strong in his way may it be so for each of us amen amen ya rabbil alamin assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh